This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back. Raider Nation, it is time for Silver and Black today, the post-post-game edition. Not a happy post-game if you're a member of Raider Nation the Raiders lose 24-19 in Los Angeles to the Chargers in a game that was full of some real bright spots and some not-so-bright spots, but we'll go through all of that here in a second. If you haven't subscribed to the show, please do me a favor and do that if you would. If you're listening to us on the audio side on the Odyssey Podcast Network, go ahead and check us out there. Uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. On YouTube, just hit the notification button along with the subscribe button, and uh, you'll be informed anytime we go live now joining me for the post game show to talk all about it get the instant reaction of course our normal post game voice of the fan and that of course is Murph from Raiders Fan Radio and also joining us tonight is our good friend and show is familiar obviously he's been on the show a bunch that is Evan Grote of Just Pod Baby as well so he is back guys um not the way Raider Nation wanted to start the McDaniels era but saw some real bright stuff out there, some concerns as well. But let's, as we always do, Murph, we're going to go to you for your instant reaction. We're going to start with the positives. What did we see? What did we like? What encouraged you even in this tough loss down in Los Angeles? Well, Scott, since I am the voice of the fan and, and Raider fan equals rational thinking, uh, <laughs> I will offer up this for you. Yeah, the football is dumb. It's a baby's game and our season's over. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's tough not to be discouraged by the th way this thing went down, but I will say this, uh, there were a ton of mistakes tonight. We saw pre-snap penalties going on, which we hadn't seen all preseason. We saw Derek turn the ball over three times, which we hadn't seen happen all preseason. We got gashed defensively a bunch of times. Um, so despite all of that, it was a five point game. So on the road and uh, which I know is a home game for us and, and shout out and much respect to Raider nation that showed up in full force at, at SoFi and uh, you know, the Raider nation always holds it down. so amazingly in, in, in Southern California. Uh, so much respect to all of you, but anyways, but so despite all that, we came away with a, with a, with a five point loss. I mean, it's hard not to, be, again, it's hard not to be discouraged, but I think Raider nation, if we, just got to remember, it's early in the year. Like, it's one game. It's really the season isn't over yet. I know it's a division rival and all the stuff that went along with it, and it just makes all the people, all the detractors of the Raiders and all the people that overhyped the Chargers every offseason, it just <laughs> makes them right. But keep the faith, man. This thing ain't over yet. we got a long way to go. I love how even in defeat against the Chargers, you get in those days. Those are so, and you do them so well, Murph. It's 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 perfect. I know Raider Nation appreciates it, Evan. Now I know you said on Twitter right before the show that you want Josh McDaniels fired, you want Dave Ziegler fired. I'm just kidding. Um, but Evan, you know, you look at this game, and uh, I picked the Raiders to win the game. Actually, I thought they would go down there. Uh, but let's start uh, with the positives. I mean, Nate Hobbs, some of that defensive backfield at times, there was some times where they were out of sync. But overall, I thought they pr played really well. Nate Hobbs did play well. Yes, they held the, Ra the excuse me the Chargers to 24 points, 
And of course, there was a big first half there and the one score in the second half. But overall, I think they did pretty well. The rest of the defense we'll talk about in a moment. But what did you see overall that gave you encouragement uh, for this season and for this Raiders team? Well, you mentioned Nate Hobbs. He, he obviously was a standout in this game, uh, showing up not only uh, in coverage, but also showing up in run support. You got to love seeing that. Your, your cornerback's willing to come up and, and get physical at the line of scr- uh, scrimmage, making tackles. But, you know, the other obvious one has to be Devontae Adams. I mean, as good as advertised, the connection is clearly there with, with him and Derek Carr. Ten receptions, 141 yards, and a touchdown. So, uh, that was like the big positive takeaway for me was Devontae Adams. I, I hope to see that continue. I got him on my fantasy team, so uh, I have no problem with him getting 17 targets. But uh, I would like to see you know Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller get more involved. But for today, it was the Devontae Adams show. And again, as good as advertised, that connection looks looks real good right now early on in the season. Right, and I'm I'm uh, looking to the side here if you're watching YouTube Live or if you're with us on Twitch or Twitter Live as well. And just looking at the stats, Devontae Adams, 17 targets, as you mentioned, 10 receptions, 141 yards. Uh, Murph, Devontae Adams is everything and more that Raider Nation thought he would be, isn't he? Yeah, he's pretty incredible. And, and you know, that was it was definitely uh, exciting to watch. It was exciting to see the connection between him and Derek. Um, not to be negative Nancy here, but just to let's, but let's throw it out there though, too. Didn't we, well, I'll say, didn't we, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to assume for everybody else. I felt Derek was forcing the ball a little bit there though, too. Mm. I felt like there were some looks, especially that one, that one deep into the end zone. Like, and he kind of underthrew him anyways. Like Derek was just, yeah. look, I'm going to, I'm not going to pile on Derek Carr. Uh, I think it was clear. He'd want this game back. No one wants this game back more than Derek Carr Raider nation. So I think well, let's avoid piling on the guy. I think we have a good quarterback. Um, but as far as that connection that goes with, with, with Devontae Adams, it felt like it was he was pushing it a little bit too much because he wanted to show off that connection, um, which is kind of understandable, I guess. But um, but yeah, but Devontae's the real deal, man. That was, I'm trying to remember the one there was one play where he made a he made he made a nice um, run after the catch where he kind of darted inside and yeah, avoided a tackle and spun away from another one and like yes. just and like you see those kinds of moves and that and that kind of uh, you know athleticism and electricity on the field like it's. It's going to be awesome. I mean, you look at numbers wise. I mean, dude had a freaking baller day, right? So, a lot to be look look forward to there. Yeah, another bright spot, Evan. I think too was even though uh, they went away from him for a while, was Josh Jacobs ten rushes, fifty seven yards, including a long of eighteen. And then you look at him in the passing game; he had a nice sixteen yard reception as well. Josh Jacobs looked good when he had the opportunity. Clearly, the Raiders part of their game plan. Mo and I talked about it on Thursday on the show was, listen, you got to run that. You got to establish that run so that you can open it up a little bit, especially with that Chargers defensive front and how they've gotten better. So so you look at that and you look at Josh Jacobs did well. Uh, they just didn't get to use him as much, I think, because they had to go, obviously, especially towards the end of the game, uh, although he had some nice runs there, too. They had to go to the pass and try to catch up because they were playing catch up. Uh, but what do you think of Josh Jacobs tonight? First of all, Scott, can you hear me? I can hear you. I lost her. You can hear me? Okay. Yeah. I was having some audio issues there. I was trying to uh, fiddle around with it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think they only had um, like 15 to 17 carries total in the game. Josh Jacobs had 13 of those carries. Uh, for. Oh, excuse me. I have it right here. 13 carries total as a team for 64 yards. So did not get it done in the run game. I was texting you throughout the first half of this game that the, the run game was, was non-existent. And I was a bit surprised to see that actually, because we know how, how poor the, the Chargers run defenses uh, was a year ago near the bottom of the league. And I know that Josh McDaniels 
you know, establishing the run game is a big part of what he wants to do on offense. So, yeah, I definitely think that's an area where they're going to have to improve here in the future is get that run game more involved. We didn't see anything from Zumir White. Uh, as well. So I'd like to see him get involved a little bit more here in the future. But yeah, the run game was a major disappointment for me. Murph, uh, when you look at this game too, Darren Waller took a while for them to get him involved, i.e. the 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 connection between Carr and Adams early, but then he does. He gets uh, 79 yards. Looks like he just you know played last week. Uh, he he is back and he's got his contract. Everything is good, and he looked everything like we expected him to be too. He's so important to this office, even with Devonte Adams. It would have been great, I thought, if they could have somehow got him earlier. Uh, involved in the game, but it's encouraging to see him go out there and ball out like we know he can. Yeah, much like 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 Evan was just talking about with the with the performance that Josh Jacobs had today, which I th- I agree. I, th- I thought it was awesome, and I, I was surprised they didn't stick with that more. Like they were moving the ball with Jacobs, and then all of a sudden we run like a double reverse flea flicker Derek Carr lead block thing. I'm like, what the what, like what is that? Like, but anyways. But point being, though, is that, like, it took for the second half, it felt like, for them to kind of come around and start spreading the ball around. And Waller was such a huge part of that. And he was he was electric, man. He was, it was the Darren Waller that we've all come, to, you know, to expect. And, and, and I would say this to Raider Nation out there, like, those of you that were kind of hating on Waller at the end of last year, he was hurt, man. Like, and so give the guy a break. And, like, clearly when he's healthy, he's one of the most dynamic, if not the best tight end in all of football. He certainly got paid like he is one. And so let's, you know, like, I hope that you were, you know, if you were critical of him and and the ones that were out there going like, oh, he's going to be traded. No, he's not. He's a huge part of this offense, and he's going to freaking light it up out there. And it's just a matter of I'm hoping that this the the lack of targets for the other guys that weren't named Devontae Adams, I'm hoping that that's just a settle-down period. I mean, again, it's unfortunate we had to settle down against the Chargers, but hopefully, I mean, we're going to go up against the Cardinals next week who got absolutely throttled today. So yeah. hopefully we'll get we get business back on track next week. You know, I no, think that, there's one thing we need to keep it we need to keep in mind here if you don't mind me interrupting yeah. here for a second. You know, the Chargers are a really good team. You know, they're, they're, yes, the Raiders didn't play a clean football game and that has been a major emphasis that we've heard from Josh McDaniels coming out of training camp is, you know, they want to play clean football, uh, uh, limit the turnovers, limit the penalties. And, you know, we did not see that happen today. Murph said it it was a five-point game despite the turnovers. So, and, and they opened against a darn good team, the Chargers. So, yes, disappointing outcome, but still a lot to take away, you know, on the positive note uh, for this game. No, no question about that. And I think that that's the one thing. And, and I know I'm watching the chat on YouTube. And of course, everybody wants to talk about except for the spam that I'm also getting. Um, the the I'm like getting boss in your chat, man. I'm oh, yeah, telling I know. You. You gotta love that. Um, but <clears throat> everybody wants to talk about the bad things that happen, the negative things that happen. We'll get to some of those, obviously, where there's needs uh, for improvement on this team through one game. But again, remember one game, I'm seeing so many people get emotional and hey, you're a fan. So I get it. But getting emotional and thinking that this is going to be a terrible year and saying all kinds of crazy stuff, um, I don't think it's fair. I look, I mean, especially around the Derek Carr thing. Listen, the offensive line, here's my concern, Murph, and I want to get your point of view on this. Um, You know, they started rotating. I think they rotated six or eight times that I counted at the right tackle, right guard between Illuminor, between Parham, the rookie. Cotton was out there. So you see that that's not a good look in your first game. And not only that, but it didn't hold up. Colton Miller, I saw comments about that. Colton Miller, 
they're saying, oh, he had a crappy game. You know what? He had a tough game. There's no question. He's a very, very good left tackle, but he was playing against a very, very good defensive front, Joey Bosa. You know, this Charger team, like, like, uh, Mo, or excuse me, like Evan said, uh, is no slouch. I'm not saying they're a Super Bowl champion or like anything like that, but you also have to remember when you're playing against a guy who's good, sometimes you don't get the best out of yourself. And so that can happen too. So you had a little bit of a perfect storm there. But what did you think? How, that offensive line, everybody was worried about it, and they didn't exactly put our, our worries uh, to bed. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. No, it was, you know, there's certainly, look, there's a concern there, man. And I think it was Miller that got beat on the sack at the end of the game. And speaking of that too, like Khalil Mack's still a closer. Like that's, I mean, that's when, when we lost him and I understand why John Gruden chose to trade him. I get it, you know, with, with the amount of money that the bears paid him and the amount of compensation they got in return, didn't do much with that compensation, but that's neither here nor there. But in terms of like the deal, it made sense, but man, that hurt because, because he was our closer. He was the guy to get the sack on third down just like we saw tonight. He's the guy that picked off Cam Newton and ran into the end zone to seal a Raiders victory. And so we saw that closer show up. It's unfortunate mm-hmm. we didn't see Chandler Jones show up as a closer today, um, which when we get to the negatives of the thing, that's one of the things I want to talk about. But anyways, you asked about the offensive line. I, I, I think it was it's, it's concerning because we all knew it was going to be concerning. But even that said, and I'm not trying to like put lipstick on the pig here, but Derek threw three picks with a clean pocket. Like, and I'm not trying to put on Derek either, but I, what I am saying is this Raider Nation, I don't, and I know it was six sacks. I know that that's a lot of – I know that it was – the offensive line was clearly beat and dominated in this game. At, uh, but we also, considering all of that, we were still in it. So, like, right. if, we're a, if we're a tweak or a coaching point or an, a free agent acquisition away from shoring this thing up even a little bit – I, I, and we're playing against one of the best teams in the in the in the conference, according to everyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can't believe that it's it's that we're not close. Like I feel yeah. like, despite all the crap, I feel like we're close. And I, even that offensive line, I feel like we're close. It's Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. You're talking mm-hmm. about two potential Hall of Famers here lining up on the corners. Like it's not like we were going to, up against me and Evan. You know what I mean? Like you're talking about <laughs> two absolute studs out there. So I mean, let's yeah. not totally freak out and overreact. 
No, no. And I agree. And you brought up a point there, too, about the clean pockets on the interceptions. And that's what I was making the point earlier. I was getting a lot of folks on Twitter saying because he hasn't practiced and be, or hasn't been in a preseason game because he hasn't um, been in the system. Yes, there's definitely some lack of comfort there. I could see it. Evan, I know we talked about before we went on the air, you seeing it as well with Derek in that pocket. And that's totally fine. You expect that. In fact, both sides of the ball, you expect some uh-ohs because it's the first time in game action, real game action, that they're experiencing. So you can forgive that and you look past that. Some of that on the offensive line as well. Uh, but to your point about the, the long ball to Adams, again, just to say it was underthrown. It's not a big deal. You just move past it and you figure that out. Where there is issues with familiarity with the system, that's fine. But when it comes to that other side of the performance, it's no big deal. Evan, that offensive line for you, um, I don't think it's good. Look, you, could, you have rotation sometimes depending on what's going on with personnel. But to have that many rotations in one game and to see that right side get beat quite a bit and then to add today the left side not doing as well as it usually does, uh, that certainly spelled some disaster, especially for that Raiders running game. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that. As I was seeing those rotations happen, it was both happening at right tackle and right guard. And I was thinking about how sometimes in college football, you'll see a coach rotate quarterbacks. And when that happens, mm. you'll often hear the saying, if you have two quarterbacks, that means you don't have one quarterback, right? Because you can't, <laughs> if you can't find the one, you just keep rotating, rotating the two. And that kind of is what the, the, the situation here is at right tackle and right guard for the Raiders. They don't really have one. So they're just continuing to rotate guys, play the hot hand like they would see at the running back position sometimes in a committee. I'm not so sure I like that philosophy. I'd like to see them let one guy try to settle in there, get comfortable and, and earn the job. If he's playing horribly, okay, sit him down. But I, I'm not a big fan of this rotating at the offensive line position. I just I think it's a position that you need to get comfortable, get into the flow of the game, the speed of the game. So I'm hoping that maybe they'll they'll move away from that that philosophy. And and you know what? You have a veteran quarterback in Derek Carr. And I know he can roll with the punches. He's been through so much in his career with the Raiders. At the same time, though, I don't know if I would be as comfortable where I'm looking down and every other series I got different guys on my right side there. You know, I'm just saying again, and I was telling people no excuses. I'm not making excuses for him. I'm just saying it's not a good situation. And the Raiders, I think they'll address it. Listen, you know, they've been through one game now. They've seen uh, these guys are smart. They're going to go back. They're going to take a look at the film and say, OK, what do we do to get better now? Uh, and if that means bringing in another player, then I think they'll do it. Real quick, guys, before we take a quick break here, what's remarkable, too, and I, and I tweeted this out during the end of the game, which is if you look at the stats, if you look at the stats for this game, the team stats, you would have thought that this was a one-point game. And it was a close game. Like you said, Murph, it's a one-score game. But if you look at what the Raiders did there, if it wasn't for the only number that sticks out is the turnovers. So you take away the turnovers in this game, and you could have had a much different result, right? And so I think that that's something that you have to look at as Raider fans. I know you're not happy right now, and I don't blame you because I know how Raider Nation gets when they don't win. But at the same time, as you said, Murph, I thought you said it perfectly. Not that far away. They got to just tweak some things here, get comfortable with it, and get ready. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, if you look at that first possession, right, and one of the things we saw McDaniels get so pissed off about in the preseason was when the Raiders didn't push it into the end zone when they're in the red zone. That was the first thing that we did in that first, but we kicked the field goal and Daniel Carlson is lights out and all, and you know, 
if there's one guy that sang the praises of the freaking special teams around here, it's me. Not on in terms of the kicking game between Trent Sig, AJ Cole, and and Daniel Carlson. It, it, I just I, I think those guys are studs, and so it's great to see that that Carlson's clutch. But we don't want to see him be clutch. I want to see Derek throw it to freaking Mac Hollins in the red zone, right? Like the rest of us. <laughs> and if that's the case, then you're right. It is a one point game to the to the exact number. So, you know, and the Raiders would cover, by the way. Thanks, Raiders, for that. I didn't lose twice today. Um, <laughs> shout out, BetMGM Sportsbook. Um, but, yeah, so, like, yeah, it just, you know, it, we, it was it was. It was very, very close. And I, and I got to think, again, that those are the kind of things that they're, they're good. Like, you just said it perfectly, too. They're going to view the film. They're going <laughs> to make changes. These guys are too freaking smart. Guess what, Raider Nation? They're smarter than we are because guess what? <laughs> they won Super Bowls and they do this for a living. You and I sell tires and drive Ubers. We They know more than we do. So, like, let the football guys do the football stuff. Have faith. Root for the Raiders that are, not the Raiders that aren't. And I, I promise you everything's going to be fine. We're going to get this thing figured out. They will. I, I, fir- I firmly believe that. All right, we're going to just take a real quick break. When we come back, we're going to get into some of more what we saw as well, some of the other concerns I have, including on defense uh, and some other questions on the offense. Uh, you're listening to Silver and Black today. You're with Scott, you're with Murph, and you're with Evan. This is our post-game show. Raiders drop the first game of the season to the Chargers 24-19. to Don't go anywhere. We're right back. <laughs> 